Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepoint.com. We're going to read from Psalm 75, verses 6 and 7. Psalm 75, 6 and 7. And I am in the King James Version of the Bible on this reading. It says, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge, the decision maker. He puts down one and sets up another. He puts down one and sets up. Everybody say sets up another. I'd like to preach a message entitled set up for promotion. Set up for promotion. Let's say a prayer. Father, thank you so much for your faithfulness, for your word, for your goodness. I pray, God, that you would speak to us today, and we give you praise for this in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. The Lord wants to promote you. He wants to move you to the next level in your prayer life, in your word life, in your walk with God, in your relationships, in your marriage, in your parenting, God wants to promote you. In your finances, where you're not just renting, but you're buying, where you get that raise. Maybe you move on to a new company. Maybe you start a whole new career. Maybe you start your own business, where you're the employer. And not the employee. He wants to promote you in your health. And your wholeness. So you can receive your healing. He wants you free from that addiction. Where you're helping somebody else find freedom. He wants to promote you. Where you're not held back by anxiety. And fear. But you're filled with the peace of God. Walking in faith and confidence. Our reading says God sets people up for promotion, and he takes people down for demotion. My question is, how does he set people up for promotion and take people down for demotion? And I would say probably my most important question is, how do I make sure I'm on the promotion side and not the demotion side? I would tell you this. It comes through opportunities. If we walk in faith, then there will be opportunities that can become stepping stones for us that take us to higher places. But if we walk in doubt and fear and unbelief, those same opportunities can become stumbling blocks that take us down a notch or two or three. Those opportunities are tests and How you react to the opportunities that come your way will determine if you pass the test and receive the promotion. You're facing opportunities, I would say, right now 
And I want to challenge you today. Walk by faith. Pass that test. Step up into a higher realm of faith. Receive your promotion. Now there is a great story in your Bible that really illustrates what I'm talking about. It's found in Matthew 14, verses 22 through 33. I want to read this story and then talk to you about it. It's one of my favorites. It's a great story. Starting with verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he sent the multitudes away, and, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him, Walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a ghost. I love the disciples, don't you? I love all the details that are thrown in. They said, Seeing Jesus, it's a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, Command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the, the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And he began to sink. And he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. And said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now at the time of this story, Jesus was at the zenith of his ministry. He had been traveling throughout Galilee. As a matter of fact, he had gone throughout Galilee twice. MacArthur says, covering over 200 villages and towns in the region. And according to some scholars, he had personally impacted over half a million people. The disciples had been with him on this entire journey. Jesus had practically eliminated sickness in Galilee. His ministry was astounding. It wasn't just that he healed a few people here and there. He healed thousands. He impacted Hundreds of thousands of people. And the twelve had had a huge role to play. He had authorized and deputized the twelve. They had gone throughout Galilee in His name. And they too had done the works that He had done. They had grown in their faith. They had walked in faith. They had walked in power. They had walked in the same anointing that was on the Christ. They had witnessed, testified, preached the gospel of the kingdom they had healed the sick and they had just seen jesus perform a miracle that surpassed everything he had done before he touched more than twenty thousand people in one miracle personally like they were involved in the miracle the the feeding of the five thousand which did not include the women and children so this is probably 20 or twenty-five thousand people 
and they had participated in this miracle and 25,000 other people had participated in this miracle. They saw this incredible miracle. They had just seen it. In a sense, the 12 were seniors at this time in the school of Jesus. Everybody say, seniors. They were upperclassmen for sure. But Jesus wanted to take them to the next level. Now, school has just started. All you students say amen. All you driving through school zones early in the morning say amen. School has just started. And as you know, there's a pecking order in school. The freshmen, well, they're green. They're fresh, right? They're underclassmen, inexperienced, new to the system. We got any freshmen in the house? They're picked on, hazed, initiated. Then as sophomores, they've begun to learn the ropes. Then as juniors, and especially as seniors, they've got it down. They're upperclassmen. They have seniority. They have status. But a hotshot high school senior goes off to college. And what is he, Logan? He's a freshman. Logan and I just did a drive through LSU. We were checking out uh, Coates Hall and where his, some of his classes are going to be. And, and he's like, well, I think maybe I'll just park right up here in, in the parking lot at Coates Hall. I said, no, son, you won't. You're going to park way, way, way far away, and you're going to get your exercise in when you come to Coach Hall in the morning. It's, it's like a demotion, a setback. You used to rule as a senior in high school, but in college as a freshman, you have to learn the ropes all over again because it's an institution of higher learning. You were a senior in an institution of lower Learning, but now you're moving on to a freshman status, but it's an institution of higher learning. What if a high school senior decided, I don't want to be a freshman. I like being a senior. I think I'll just stay in high school for a long, long time. Actually, I've known a few people like that. They're kind of creepy, right? And, and we have an age limit. We kick you out eventually. I've known some who've tried, didn't work out too good, but here's the deal. That person didn't have the initiative to move on, to, to become a freshman and to move through that situation and, and, and to get the degree and start the career. That person that stays in high school forever never gets, they may stay at that senior status forever, but it's at a low level. So back to our story. Jesus dispersed the crowd after feeding the 25,000, and he sent his disciples across the Sea of Galilee and once again, they were obedient to his instructions. Get in the boat and go to the other side. Doing just what he told them to do. And the next thing you know, they, Dan, they were facing a storm. Uh, 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 just a, a squall, a, a bad storm. And, and, and it escalated and escalated. It had the ability to sink their boat. This wasn't their first storm. I mean, some of these cats grew up on the sea. They grew up in boats from the time they were little kids they knew about storms and they had been in storms with jesus but this storm jesus was not in the boat with them this time he was on the shore praying or so they thought at, at this time this seemed to be an irrebukable unrebukable storm 
Nobody seemed to go to the bow of the ship and say, Peace, be still, like they had seen their master do in the past. They had been seniors. But this storm provided them an opportunity, a divine setup. You hear what I'm saying? For them to take a step of faith into a higher realm of learning where they would be freshmen once again. Freshmen once again. But still, they would be further along than where they had been. Now, Jesus rebuked them when Peter began to sink, as we'll get into in a moment. And Jesus looked at him and said, how is it that you had a little faith? I'm telling you, a little faith at a higher level is more faith than a lot of faith at a high or a lower level. Are you with me? A little faith at a higher level is more than a lot of faith at a lower level. And so Jesus was setting them up to go to a higher level of faith. Even though it might have seemed smaller, they were doing more than they had ever done before. Sometimes the storm you face is nothing more than a divine setup to get you to take a step of faith that you've never taken before. One that will take you to the next level. The next level. Everybody say the next level. They thought maybe they should turn around, but Jesus had told them to go to the other side, and so they decided to press on and persevere. I want to encourage you today. You may be in a storm. Don't you turn around. You do everything that you feel like God's told you to do, even if it seems like Jesus has left the boat. If you're headed in the direction that he last told you to go, then don't quit even when the seas get rough. You crack on because it won't be long before something new is going to happen. You're going to see Jesus in a way that you didn't see him before. He's going to come walking to you on the waves of that storm. Are you with me? As freshmen in this arena, they weren't even sure that it was him. They were wondering, is it you? Some of them said, it's a ghost. I love that. They didn't have movies like we have today, right? And still, they're saying it. Oh, it's a ghost. And Jesus says, no, be of good cheer. Cheer up, guys. Come on now. It's not a ghost. It's me. Don't be afraid. They weren't sure it was him. Listen, when you're in a storm, you may question everything about yourself, everything about what you thought you knew, But I want to encourage you. You just keep moving. You just keep asking. You just keep seeking. You just keep knocking. He wants to give you the answers. He set it up. Well, you need to ask those questions. You need to pursue that. You need to look around and explore your surroundings at this time. Because he wants to take you to a place you've never been before. Now, he would have passed them by, the scripture says. MacArthur says that's an unfortunate rendering It really means he wanted to walk beside them. He was getting up beside them. They started freaking out as they began to see him, maybe through the lightning flashes, and they saw him. Peter then calls out and and, and asks this question like this. He says, since the the wording is if if it's you, or the, the literal translation there is since you are, or if you are the I am, if you are divine, If you are who you've said you are, then I want you to ask me to walk with you where you are right now. 
Well, really, it, it boxes in Jesus where he has no alternative. Because if he is who he says he is, he has to say yes. Now, he's God. He can do what he wants to do. But I think the Lord appreciated the context of the question. Are you kidding me? If I am who I say I am, then have you come on? And Jesus, with one word, says, come. Come on, old boy. Get out here. And Peter did the unthinkable. And you know the story, but it's still fascinating to me. It's fascinating to me, Court, how he did it. He's in a boat. He's a senior. He has upper-class status. He's a captain in all things maritime. Anything that has to do with a boat, he knows about it. He's in his comfort zone, even though it's in a storm. It's still floating. He knows how to handle it. But Jesus has just challenged him. Come on. Get out your boat. And Peter has to go over the edge of the boat. And he puts his foot down. And the water holds him. God, that's amazing to me. The water holds him. He had, that had to be a... What do the Cajuns say? You know... Hi, you know, <laughs> it had to be one of those moments, man, where you're just like, wow. Everybody's eyes are like saucers. He steps and he gets on the water and he starts walking to Jesus. Oh, yeah. If it was me, I got to tell you, man, I can't do it real well, but I, I probably could at that time under the inspiration. I'd start moonwalking, man. I'd be like, what in the world? I'm spinning backwards, you know, like, here we go. I'm like that guy on a skating rink. You know that guy? He had the long hair, and, 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 it was, and he was going backwards, and he was just like, and, it, and the hair's flying back, and, he's, and he has no girlfriend. You know, he's all by himself out there, but, he, man, he can skate. And he's got custom skates, right, because he loves himself. I think I would have done that, Jesus. You are awesome, man. I'm, and, and maybe that's what happened with Peter because it says that maybe he turned backwards and he's just like, look at me, boys. He got his eyes off Jesus and he started seeing the storm. And it doesn't say that he sunk. Let me just tell you this. Have you ever stepped on the water, Randy, and slowly went down? No. When you, when you step into water, you immediately, kaploosh, you just go down. It says beginning to sink. He had time to say, Jesus, help me. So he didn't, he was, so maybe it was up to his knees. I'm going to tell you something. Walking on the water slightly submerged is still better than being in a boat. Do you know what I'm saying? He was still doing more with a little faith at a higher level than he had ever done before. And God wants to challenge some of you today. God's trying to take you to a higher level. It may seem like a storm, but if you walk in faith, you'll do things you've never done before. Come on, can you give him praise right now? Hallelujah. Peter did the unthinkable. That storm was a setup for promotion. Beginning to sink. Beginning to sink. He was starting to sink. And he cried out, Jesus, help me. And Jesus immediately was there and picked him. But Jesus didn't say, nope, not helping you. No. He looked at him and he said, Here's a freshman in a higher institution of learning. 
and he's trying. He's experimenting. He, he stepped out of the comfort zone. Some of you are stepping out of your tradition. Some of you are stepping away from your family's expectations. And you're stepping out here on the miraculous where the power of God is. And I'm telling you, you may stumble. You may go down a little bit. It may be a storm and boisterous. But you just put your eyes on Jesus. He knows right where you are. He'll help you up. He'll help you in your failings and your mistakes. He'll pull you to a higher level and keep you walking there. Some of you, you've only known how to say Jesus is Lord. But the Lord is wanting to fill you with the Holy Ghost to where you speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gives you the utterance. Some of you have only known how to say Jesus is Lord. But he wants you to be dunked in waters of baptism. If you only knew Parth's story, where he's come from, and the resistance that he's had. But he's taken that leap of faith. God wants you to take a leap of faith out of your comfort zone and where the supernatural is. And I promise you, he will meet you right there in Jesus name stand with me right now hallelujah listen to this Galilee it's got many meanings but the root of it all seems to be from my study from different scholars Galilee means round and round same old same old just a circuit those disciples, Peter in particular, he could have been a senior at just doing the same old, same old. But Jesus wanted to take him to a higher level and promote him. That storm was a setup for promotion. God wants to promote you today. He wants to put you into a season of promotion where he's moving on your behalf. Stretching you, growing you. You're not just going to church on Sunday and maybe Wednesday. You know we have church on Wednesdays around here. I don't want to invite you, you back from the summer trips and stuff to come back on Wednesday nights. We have a great time here on Wednesday nights. We're in the book of Revelation, and it's getting really, really exciting around here on Wednesday nights. Come on Wednesday nights too. But not just where you darken the door of a church. But where you walk out of that church door back there, as the church, anointed with the Holy Spirit of the church, talking about the Jesus, the Lord of the church, and the Lord of the harvest. And you're everywhere you go, you're a light. Everywhere you go, you're ministering. And God's growing you personally, stretching you personally. And it's not just Sunday go to meeting and an occasional Wednesday. I've checked off my list. But instead of that, I'm part of the body of Christ. And God's anointed me with the same anointing. And I'm walking in power and strength and might. And when somebody needs prayer, I don't say, come to my church on Sunday and we'll pray for you. I say, let me pray for you right now in Jesus' name. We're looking for those moments. God is challenging us. Some of you, again, you face storms. You're in a storm. Fear not. Be of good cheer. He's right where you are. You didn't realize it, but he's right there. Looks like a ghost. Murky, I, I, I think that's you, Lord. I'm not sure. Oh, be of good cheer. It is I. Jesus, I want to do what you do. You come to me. You get a little closer to me. 
What's on me will get on you. Peter began to look at the storm and beginning to sink. He thought he was walking on water. You know what he was really walking on? The Word. The Son of the living God had said, come. That's all he needed. And the waves, the water yielded. The laws of physics yielded to the God of the universe. Everywhere the man puts his foot, the laws of physics were altered. God can change everything about your situation with just his word. If you walk in faith and trust him, it can be an impossibility, but you can walk on water. Mountains can move. That legal situation can change. That debt can be eliminated. God can open a vista for you that's brand spanking you, that takes you into the rest of your life, into a brand new season. It's a setup for promotion. Amen. Would you close your eyes with me right now? Father, I thank you for your word. You're no respecter of persons. And you're challenging us today. God, with a simple word. God, that we're set up for promotion. God, we thank you for that. I pray that your spirit, God, would just make that crystal clear to somebody. Let there be a revelation. Let the light come on in somebody's spirit today. God, you've set me up. This trouble I'm dealing with, this strife in my home I'm dealing with, this trouble with my job, with my boss, this financial difficulty, this this physical setback. It's a setup. I'm not turning around, Jesus. I'm persevering and pushing forward. Show me something, God. Open my eyes to the possibilities. Lord, I'm asking for that setup for promotion. I don't want to lose ground. I want to gain ground in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, or if you plan to attend one of our services, please visit our website at golifepoint.com.